It's almost like I forgot how to do this, Marla. I think you did actually. Here, we're, here, we're we're in conversation like we always are. Oh uh, yeah, and then we realize, oh, it's time to be on the air. Oh yeah, radio. Yeah, we, yeah, we got to right. turn the mics on and, and do some silly stuff instead of just BSing like we usually do. Yes, yes. And then I've been gone for a while too, so it's like, well, okay, how does this work again? <laughs> Why? Well, I, I think you got it figured out there. The, I, I, think, I think I did. I think all the red lights that are supposed to be lit up are lit up. They are now. Yeah. So uh, this is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm your host, Steve Bach, and along with uh, Marlo Anderson in on a Tech Tuesday. This hour of the program brought to you by Dvorak Motors, where your family for a lifetime. Big boy, just get in line and moves fast. And Hit Inc., Independence, Dignity, Respect, Hit Inc. And this is a Tech Tuesday on a beautiful and I mean beautiful Tuesday morning. Gorgeous out there. Hey, Why are we in here? We should be fishing. We should, or at least we well, should be I on the. Be we should be fishing and talking about fishing from yeah. the boat. Ooh, I, I I just gave you a program idea. Uh, tech side of fishing. Yes, there there. I could talk about this actually. Have you looked at the side view graph stuff, depth finder? I haven't. You can. T- I mean, I in you can a, tell a few what years ago. kind of fish it is yeah, now. Yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, expensive. Crazy. Yeah. Yep. I was thinking of the. Oh, I wish I could remember the name of this. This guy actually credits me for for uh, making his company. And th- really, th- this is the power of media, by the way. So I'm at CES a couple of years ago, and and this. I gotta back- go to that with you. One yeah, you years. should do that. Actually, you should. You should. Uh, we should just make plans for 2023. You should come with me. Okay, I you will. Would, you would love this show. So, you know, as I've been covering CES for a lot of years, and I'm and this is like the last day, and I'm walking through, and I, I guarantee you're just dead tired. I mean, it's like twenty hours, twenty hour days. You are in Vegas, and uh, and it's it's work. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's you know, my schedule is four hours on the air, and then another ten hours doing interviews on the floor, and then all the other stuff that goes around that. I mean, it's just. Because it is Vegas, and you have all right. these other things going on. Do they pump oxygen into the conference rooms? They like do. They do the, air, the casino floors? They should, actually. Yeah, that would, that's a good idea. I don't yeah. know about the conventions, but I don't know. yeah, in the casinos they do. Um, but anyway, I'm walking by this this guy, and and uh, he just comes running over because he sees a camera crew with me, and, and he's like, can you do an interview? And I'm like, you know, <laughs> I mean, I am frazzled, right? And this guy will not let me alone. He just keeps dogging me all the way through a couple aisles. And I, and I finally, I just realized that if I don't do this interview, it's going to take more time to get rid of this guy than it is to actually go do the interview. So you I said, already fine. would have been done with the interview yes. if you would have just said, okay, sure. Yes, exactly. So I said, fine. And we go back. And this guy has this thing that looks like a bobber that is a sonar. So you, you put it, if you're a, a person who fishes from land... You actually put it on your hole, oh, cast it you out. You cast it out, and the telemetry then comes back to your phone. Really? So you just roll, you reel it back in, then you can see where the logs are and maybe where some fish are or whatever. It is the coolest thing, right? Is it out in the market now? It is on the market. It's in Cabela's now. Really? And and anyway, uh, and for the life of me, I'll have to. I I cannot remember the name of this device. So I do this interview, and then it gets picked up. You know, so a lot of the stuff, not, you know, you do so many interviews, you don't even realize if some of your stuff gets picked up or not by the majors. Well, this interview actually got picked up by a CBS or whatever and was broadcast. And then he took that interview to either QVC or the Home Shopping Network, and they actually put him on the air to sell this thing. He has no traction before this, right? He runs up to me the next year I'm walking by his booth. He runs up to me. Now he's got you know, a 50-foot booth and, and blah, blah, blah. And he sees me and he comes running up, gives me a big hug. And he's like, that interview you did last year is what put me on the map. I'm now in Cabela's and everything else. And it is the coolest device. And so you sometimes wonder if what you do when you're talking about things or discovering things, it's to the right there, I think, on your uh, deep, deeper. Deeper D-E- smart sonar? That's what, that's what it is. D-E-E- D-E-E-P-R. Deeper. Yep. And... Cool. And what well, it looks re- like all the other companies have them out now. There's a lot of copycats now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But that was the first one. And and what's interesting is that two ninety nine at Cabela's and Bass Pro yeah, Shops. Yeah. And and probably uh, get it at Shields too. Probably. Yeah. And what's the thing that I think really in, intrigued me with it was the ability for search and rescue. 
So, you know, you have oh, divers wow, that yeah. go in the water or whatever trying to find, you know, somebody and, and and has been used and a lot a lot of search and rescue teams are now picking them up for that reason too. So, it's really uh really a cool product. So, anyway, just thought I'd share that. There's a remote control boat one. There is. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. There's a lot of things that really can enhance the person who isn't in a boat now if you need to find you know what what the topography is or whatever in the water if i'm using the right word there so yeah it, it's kind of like is it hunting or is it harvesting is it fishing or is it collecting the fish right right well you can't make them bite that's right yeah but you can see that's where they're cool, at though. it is pretty cool and and there's a lot of places there's a lot of fishing holes in the country that you can't put a boat into so this really would be give you a little bit of an advantage anyway. so my question is what was your cut <laughs> my cut was a hug oh you make a horrible shark i know i know <laughs> but it's yeah, a horrible it, shark marlo it's just it's just cool you know it, it, <clears throat> you know it 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 was probably my first real affirmation of what i did a little at validation CES. of what you did yeah yeah i, I mean because it's got to feel good it's it like hey feel i helped good. this guy with yeah. this tech stuff yeah. and yeah, it's cool. It's just that kind of ripple effect that happens, you know. And I know it happens all the time. You just don't have somebody come running up to you to thank you, you for it. You don't get it. the feedback yeah, for it. none, ever. So that really was kind of cool that he, you know, he just singled me out. I, I was literally walking through CES, and he ran across me, you know, that very next year. And he dropped everything. His booth was crazy busy, but he seen me walking by and... And uh, I thought that was pretty cool. So anyway, just something for the people in media that do these type of things. So if you see Marla walking down the street, just run up to him and give him a hug. He likes that. <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> you know, well, you know, the other thing is, is that it's not like people in media get paid a lot. No, for doing these no, things. No, you know? we so don't. We do it because we love it. That's and, right. And you know, getting that positive feedback that, well, in your case, you help change somebody's life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. But it happens all the time in media. You just for, don't see it. Well, for the good or bad. Right. I mean, usually yes. media is the other way around. And, and uh, you know, you're Well, it's got to be that news. way with the social media side of stuff. Yeah. It, yeah. It, when it was just media, I, I don't think there was the negative impact. And now there's social media, and now there is a negative impact. There's a dark side yeah. to the media if you throw everything in together. And, hmm. And we're going to get into that a little bit today. We are. Yeah. What else we got? Well, I, you know, first of all, congratulations on your windfall. You're getting that $4.2 million from the Nigerian prince, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure you've got four or five yeah. emails about that this week. Yeah. Alone. Well, as soon as I send him that $5,000 check, then <laughs> I, the money's on the way. Generally, it's Bitcoin, though. You got oh, you yes. to send him Bitcoin. Then. Yeah. Now that's yeah. crypto. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're going to get into a little bit. I know we're going to, in fact, we're running up against the clock already. Um, we're going to get into the, the phishing scams, the Instagram and Facebook scams See, that are out there. Fishing, I know, you like that. Fish, P-H and F? That's right. Fishing and fishing. Fishing and fishing. Yeah. The Facebook messaging <laughs> scams that are out there. Um, the kidnapping scams. And then we're going to get into viruses and how they've dwarfed into things that you probably don't want. You, you you need to know about it because if you don't, they're going to get you. So fishing, of it's course. It's kind of like fat. It's, yeah, yeah. So I'm fat with an F and you're... Fat with a PH. Fat with a PH. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, no, but no D on the end of that, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah just the PH yes. part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's uh, so fishing with the PH, of course, is the... People are trying to glean information from you in... To be used in nefarious ways, basically. So yeah. They'll, yeah. they'll send you an email saying, you know, congratulations, you know, you've won this money, or um, an email on or a Facebook message saying, hey, hey, Steve, how you doing? And you go back from, from somebody that you know, and you go, I, I'm, I'm doing fine, Marlo. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing fine, too. Hey, did you hear about that new grant program? Yeah, but usually the tip-off is... Their punctuation is incorrect. Generally, that is true. But, you know, it's interesting because they're, they, they're getting AI involved a little bit. So the artificial intelligence has better punctuation than the scammers generally do. So, But you can still pick up on it usually. The Probably ones, better punctuation than most people. 
the ones that uh, have been kind of scary that have actually uh, gotten my staff a little bit lately are these. Wait, wait, your staff got got? Yeah, we get got all the time. Really? Get got. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting that you know. So okay, wait, wait. So so what chance does somebody like me or, or people in the general public have if your staff gets got? This is a whole new term: the get got, the get got, yeah, the got got. Get got, got got. You know, everybody's probably going to fall victim to one of these at some time or another. It's it's how you handle it afterwards, you know, or once you realize that. Oh my goodness, allergies today are terrible. I'm not crying because I'm happy to see you. Steve, <laughs> just so you know, Marlo, do you need a tissue? Yes, I might need a tissue. Here. Um, you know, they're they. You're going to probably fall victim. It just depends on once you fall victim to it. First of all, you just have to say that, thank you, sir, that you have fallen victim to this and don't follow through any further. I think some people are too proud when they're at the Bitcoin machine about ready to send money to somebody that they don't know. They're too proud and they continue. And they'll they'll fight with the person. Like we have people come in um, that are getting money and we, all, we ask them. And you can usually tell it's an 85-year-old person has no clue what Bitcoin is. And they're getting three thousand dollars of Bitcoin to send to somebody, and we'll just say, "Do you do you know the person you're sending it to?" And they'll just be defensive, and they'll go, "Yep, yep, I do know the person," you know, and they really won't say much more than that to you. And and then you realize that the only reason they know them is because they've been sent, you know, eighteen emails and correspondence with them because they think they're getting four million dollars by sending them three grand in Bitcoin. My so. grandmother, bless her soul, before she passed away, um, and I caught it. Um, cause I, she was 92 and I was managing her, her checking and her banking. And, um, I gone and looked, I'm like, wait a minute. And, and it just happened. The timing wise, I caught it right after, um, it happened. She called me up and it's like, Oh, Hey, cause she was vulnerable because she would play all these different international lotteries. Okay. And something came through that said she was a winner on something. It's like, did you play that one? Yeah. <laughs> no. But she didn't know what she was playing right. at that point either. So caught it, um, stopped it at the bank, but she almost fell victim to that. Um, so I actually wish the Bitcoin stuff would have been out earlier because that would have been an extra layer of protection right. because she would never have understood right. cryptocurrency. Right. Yeah. And, you know, my mom fell just recently, which and it's surprising to me because I we talk about this a lot actually. Um, I was out of town. Somebody from Microsoft called her about the problems she's having with her computer, and she's only had her computer a couple of years. She's only been on the internet for a couple of years, and she believed them. And she's like ready I to send them a Microsoft. check. I don't need Microsoft. I've got Marlowe. Wait, wait. But she <laughs> come on, mom. But she couldn't get a hold of me. So she's yeah. just like, and she was, she called me, I mean, this is like the next day and she's like, I got to get over to the post office to send this check to blah, 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 because my computer's acting funny. Like, first of all, who takes checks anymore? Well, it was, that's the only way hint, she, hint. yes, that's the only way she could send money to them. Um, so that's what she was going to do. And cause she didn't feel comfortable at least to give them a credit card. I don't know if she felt more comfortable sending a check. I was surprised that they were actually willing to take a check. But anyway, they're um, scammers. They'll take whatever they can probably, get. Probably, yeah, yep. Yeah. You know, it, 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 there was a period of time too that uh, PayPal and Venmo and oh, some yeah. of the the pay apps yep. were were really targeted as well because it was instantaneous, right? And they're they're you know these these companies figured out Western Union. Unfortunately, has you know they've had a tough time with it because you know I don't know if you've ever tried to send money Western Union uh, in recent years, but. They almost want a blood sample from you before you send it because there is so much fraud, you know, and you can only send like $300 to certain countries now. And it's really gotten bad in that re in that realm, which is unfortunate. And I feel terrible for these companies because, you know, if you're because they're devastating these industries, this fraud is, you know, so they have to figure it out. And then, of course, for you and I. The fact that we have to go through two-factor authentic authentication now and all this other stuff is simply because there's so there's so much fraud in these things that 
it, it puts all this onto us. No different than us going to the airport and having to go through all the crazy security anymore because of a couple nefarious people, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, it just adds more and more layers onto us all the time. But anyway, back to the fishing thing. You know, so you'll get all these things all the time. And, and generally, the, the biggest tip-off, well, and, and how we get got, so to speak, is the kind of the same thing that happened with your mother or your grandmother with the um, international lottery stuff, right? So we'll put in, you know, like, like if we're waiting for a Facebook verification for, for a page we started, for example. So all of a sudden we get an email saying, you know, congratulations. All you have to do is finish up the verification process and, and you will get the verification badge. And, of course, if we have done that in the last month and we're waiting back for Facebook to get a hold of us, we'll click that because you oh, think yeah. that you're and, – and the thing is is that they have sent that email out to two or five or ten million people. All they need is one. Yeah. All they need is one. And, you know, it, generally in our – in this instance, when you click that OK button or, yes, I'm going to do this – what it's doing is implanting a virus onto your computer. And this is where it gets really, really interesting. And then you click on this and you're like, well, nothing's happening. Well, yeah, something, yeah, something is, is happening. happening. You just actually gave the virus the okay to come onto your computer. You, you know, and, and a lot of times you'll get that secondary warning that says, you know, do you want this program to proceed? Well, yeah, I'm trying to get, I need to verify my Facebook stuff. So, or whatever it is, you know. And and the same is true with the UPS or USPS or FedEx packages coming in. We all get a lot of these things, too. They're hoping that the person on the other side receiving this or, or one in a million that's, you know, and the odds are really good. I mean, I get packages every day. You know, if I had something coming in, well, yeah, I want to see where this thing's at. So I'll click on it, not even thinking about it. Well, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't click on anything in an email that comes in. What you should do is hover over the OK button, and then in the lower left-hand side of your screen, it'll actually show you, when you hover over the top of it, it'll actually show you where it's going to go, you know, the URL or whatever. So if it says Facebook and you hover over it and down below it's it's some weird long URL, yes, then then (laughs) for sure don't click on it. I did not. I did not know that. Yeah, you can hover over those things, and you know, you can hover over any icon. You know, even on your computer screen right now, something that's clickable, and in the lower left-hand side, generally, grab the right it, mouse. It'll show you um, the destination of where that link is going. The other thing you can do is right-click on it too, and it'll and it'll ask you if you want to see. Um, you know, where, where that URL is going. If you don't have that option, it depends kind of on your computer and your browser uh, as to where it shows up. But with us, that's where it's at. And I think the majority of people, that's where it would show up at. Steve's checking it out right now. So, um, so that's really a great way to know if you're being defrauded of something or whatever. So I think that, you know, if you just remember to do that, that'll really help a lot. Maybe on, on the break, Steve, I'll show you okay. an instance of that. So, um, and I guess we're there already for another break. So we are, and I, I, I want to get a little bit into, uh, the Facebook meta thing. Okay. Cause there was a lot of stuff that you had to go back and reauthenticate. Yep. And I had to go do that on the phone for political campaign. I went, what the hell is yep. all this stuff? Yep. yep. It's like you don't know because I use my phone a lot too, so you don't really see everything on a big screen. So you don't know what's real and what's not real. And I have to admit that this whole process of this reauthentication stuff has been driving me crazy because, like, it was, so I have a new phone and I can't get into Facebook on my new it's phone. It's pretty. It's thank a you. Nice phone. Um, you know, without having to go to my desktop, and then I couldn't get on over there because of this. Oh my goodness! Real, it was yeah, just, it was just like I, I want to talk about that because okay. for me it was frustrating. It's and very I can, frustrating. Can't imagine what uh, other people think about that as well. The conversations we we're talking aliens and, <laughs> and driving from Vegas and the Palm Springs in the middle of nowhere, nowhere. at night, and it's dark and in. You you think driving around North Dakota yeah. at night is desolate? Yeah, that drive desolate. is probably one of the most desolate drives there is there is nothing 
nothing. And they want it that way. Yes. No no lights of any kind because they want the view shed for the stars. And it's cool. I mean, you can go they out there. They just want the aliens to be able to see the headlights <laughs> to find you easier. That, that's all they want. And, Crazy and stuff happens. Any any light that shows up would be seen for 25 <laughs> miles on the ground or 22 or whatever. Are, 25 uh, miles straight up? Or, or that, yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable how dark it is out there oh, at night. It's crazy the yeah, amount yep. of... That, there's just no light pollution whatsoever yep. from anywhere because there's nothing around there. Which is which is okay. Yeah, it's I mean, cool. Go, it's, it's, cool it's cool, but it, it can be a little... I don't know, after two hours of that... It's monotonous. At night. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it, it, have you driven it when it's cloudy? Well, yeah. I, I drove through the craziest blizzard I've ever been in out there Ooh, in the desert. That's so, dark. So it was it was dark. It was, you know, I could only see as far as my headlights would go, of course, which is like you know, no different than here. But you just don't expect uh, a full-on blizzard in the desert. I've driven through a blizzard in the desert. and it's Really? Yeah, it's not... At night? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It, it, the difference is, is here, it's like, okay, ah, plotting another 12 miles, and I know I'm going to get to a town. <laughs> Not there. <laughs> well, and, and the road situation is so different, right? I mean, when you're out there, it's, it's, it's like they took a grater and then put some blacktop on it. There are no yeah. ditches, no nothing. So it would be so, because you just can't tell. Well, except the grader didn't do a very good job because it, it, it that road, <laughs> it, it, most of those roads, it's it's like riding a roller coaster, up and I, down and up and down and twist and turn, twist and turn and up. It, I've been with people that get sick on that road because of that, because you're right. I mean, it's like, you know, if you're trying to do 50 or 60 miles an hour, yeah. it's like two seconds down, two seconds up, three seconds yep. down, three seconds up. It's You're right. So the hard it, part, though, is, is in... It's not bad driving at night if you can see the stars and, yep. and it's pretty. Yeah. But in cloudy conditions yep. and you don't have any orientation, <laughs> that's where people get yeah, sick. <laughs> I can I can believe that. So what yeah, are you talking about? Crazy. I don't know how uh, we got on that topic. Oh, uh, some of the authentication stuff with the yep. the the meta stuff that yep. popped up. So uh, for listeners that are out there, explain the meta thing. It's just so Facebook relaunched uh, and Facebook's now just a part of this bigger yeah so so meta platform. yeah it's it's Facebook isn't its own company anymore they're they're called meta because they started buying up Facebook started buying up other things like yeah, Instagram, Instagram and WhatsApp Snapchat, WhatsApp yeah, yeah yeah so they have all of these different entities so they went to a company called Meta they own Oculus by the way so mm. that's probably I'm sure it had a lot to do with using that word meta because of the metaverse and yeah, well, explain the metaverse for everybody. What it is? Yeah, uh, or what is it? Um, what it is? <laughs> I'm Yoda now. Um, yeah, it's it's an alternate universe. Explain you will. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you put on you put on your your Oculus or or whatever type of virtual reality goggles, and you can. It's mostly for gaming right now. I mean, and, and I will say, you know, like Netflix, for example, and, and Hulu and whatever, they have apps within the Oculus platform. So you can watch, you can, you can be fully immersive, you know, in, uh, in the metaverse, like at a movie theater. I'm just using this as an example because I think this is kind of cool. They actually have it set up like a movie theater, so you can the, the the curtains open, the movie starts. You can have, I'm not exaggerating. You can have people sitting in front of you that stand up occasionally, and you can hear other people eating popcorn or whatever. Or you can turn that can feature you off. Smell the popcorn. Can't smell the popcorn yeah. yet, but uh, that's the key. That's to the movie theater. That is true. Experience. That is true. Smelling the popcorn, but it is kind of funny that they have these effects, you know, in this theater type of thing watching a netflix movie so that's that's kind of cool okay for some strange reason i'm picturing mystery science theater yes in, that's in, exactly what in, i thought the little the shadows of too. people in yeah. front of you and yeah kind of like that it's kind of like that yeah so you have that you have the gaming world of course which loves vr uh and then you have workplace applications and and other applications that are starting to appear in the metaverse as well uh 
it wouldn't surprise me that sometime in the near future, as more and more of us either stay home or going home for work, that you'll start using more and more virtual reality in your work. Uh, one of them would be like you have a robot at your office and uh, that's dedicated to Steve, for example, and this thing rolls around your office to the different meetings or whatever and would be in your place like in a chair, would be you know standing there and the camera uh, would be interacting with the other robots or, or people that are in the office and they see you in a screen on the top. So they see your face or whatever, but you're at home or wherever you're at with your with your VR glasses on participating. So you're in this kind of virtual setting, uh, even though it's in reality taking place. So these things are possible now and going on. You just don't see it very, it's not very common yet. But as the price of these robots keep rolling down and they're under 10 grand now, um, you're going to start seeing more and more of these roll around in the offices. And they have other things. They can go around, like they can pick up your mail and, and other tasks that you can do while I you're remember in the movie. In I, the place. I, was it... Uh... No, it wasn't Revenge of the Nerds. There, there, there was a robot, and they had a screen, and the, their face was on it, and they were going everywhere around because they were sick or something. And, I forget the name over, of it Yeah, it's an older yeah. movie. Yeah. It's yeah. Been a, so that's been around. That The it's, concept has been around yeah. for a long time. And, and, it's, and it's becoming a reality now. So so, so there's that. And, and even if you have four or five people uh, that need to meet, you know, you could actually be at a conference table in the virtual world and all of you would be using your avatars, for example, because everybody will be beautiful, you know, <laughs> in the in the metaverse. I mean, I, I certainly want a younger, slimmer, you know, more hair version of Marlo in the in the in the metaverse, right? <laughs> Although I've 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 come to accept, the but fact then you that, couldn't get a hug. That's right. Yeah, I've come to accept that the old, fat, bald uh, male is the eye candy of now. So, I, <laughs> I mean, it, it has to be true. That's what I tell myself every morning. So, I have no idea how we got to this point of this conversation. I don't know, but we're going to go with that. Okay. I, I, tell you what, I, I do want to get into some of the AI stuff and, and yep. the robots because um, uh, I'll fill you in after the break at the top of the hour. But uh, when we come back after this break, I want to finish up uh, on the the Facebook and the and the meta okay. and the reauthentication because yep. I think there's a lot of people out there that uh, um, we're a little confused by it. I, it kind of caught me by surprise too. And it's like, what is this? And do I click on it or do I not click on it? Because am I opening up someplace I shouldn't be? So celebrate every day, nationaldaycalendar.com. Of course, you catch him at the top of the program at uh, nine o'clock every Tuesday. And, uh, um, we were talking about creme brulee earlier too, so you, we, were. we were talking about how many different rabbit holes and things we. <laughs> we're terrible. Yeah, we're horrible squirrel. We, 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 <laughs> you know, you ask what we're going to be talking about today, and I, I just knew that we would not end the show on the topic that we started. No, with, so. but I, I've got a great topic I want to touch yes. on after the top of the hour. So, uh, but in the six minutes we've got left till the top of ten o'clock, uh, I did want to finish up the conversation on the whole. Reauthentication right. or authentication of what that change was because most people are on Facebook or Instagram yep. or and you had to go through this authentication process and and the reason we got there and I wanted to talk about that was because of the phishing stuff right. and and well, how do you know what to click on and what not to click on you so I think a lot of people were caught a little off guard with the whole meta thing. Because this isn't my Facebook page. And what do you mean I have to authenticate? Right. And then they had gone through and deemed a whole different slew of people that were potential influencers, politicians, uh, a whole bunch of different things that had an extra layer of authentication right. on top of it. Right. It's a verification process. So with with that extra layer is uh, you actually get a badge with that then that says that you're verified. So like National Day Calendar. Thank or, God it's or, Friday. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or myself, you know, we, we both had, you know, both those th entities are going through this verification process. And like National Day Calendar, I mean, we, we 
this this is kind of crazy. We have to provide tax records to them to prove who we are, you know, and all this stuff in order to get this badge. To the verification, authentication, verification, whatever. So tax, uh, your tax records. Well, so National Day's tax records. Right. Right. Which, of course, um, you know, not not to get into the political sway of things a little it's bit. Not but it's not their what business. What you make or don't no. make as a company. No, it's not. And, hey, let's and, set our advertising rates off of what uh, you're making. And I guarantee you that's what that play of is about. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah. So, I, uh, so we sent in the state uh, records that showed that we owned the name and all this stuff, and they bumped it back at us and said, no, we can't use this. You're then just, I can't use you. It, but the, the issue is, is that we have hundreds of thousands of people who use Facebook to get our information. So okay, this is kinda, where it gets nefarious. You, though you you kind of get caught in this trap with them, you know. So so it's 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 we're working with we're working with them right now to try to get try to get through this and try to figure out other documents because we cannot be the only people, you know. And and, and this is the thing that amazes me: Nabisco is verified, and you can't tell me that Nabisco. Had to send their, their tax, tax records. records, so why are they requiring us? You know, so this is where it gets really, really tricky. And yeah. first rule of drug dealing is don't use the product. The second rule is give your product away until they're hooked on it. Yes, and then you can charge whatever you want. Everybody's so hooked on social media, right? Right. So, and their currency is information. Yeah. Okay. What do you do with that information if you're a Meta? Then oh. You could set your ad rates, or oh, I'm sure that's what this is about. Start figuring out fees and what their ad rates are for, depending on your number of followers. And you know, I, I, I in the worst way, wanted to that's ask, well, wrong. You send me your tax records, and I'll send you mine. <laughs> and I guarantee you, they're not going to show me theirs. So it's really interesting that they feel that they're in this this position of power. Oh yeah, that they can do this, you know. So. Anyway, um, I find this interesting, but the authentication piece, uh, a lot of times you have to use like LastPass or Google Authenticator now to verify uh, like individual accounts. And this really comes in true like when you change devices. So, Like you said on your new phone. Like my new phone, right? So I had to actually go and put Google Authenticator on my phone and then... The easiest way that I found, and I played with this for a couple hours, is that you need to be in front of another device that you're logged into Facebook or Instagram, for example. Okay, so go to a desktop, make sure you're logged in there, and then try to log into your Facebook account on your phone. That's what I had to do. I had to use my phone and my desktop computer. Yes, and then sooner or later, you're going to get to a point where it's going to say, all right, it's time to authenticate. Here's a six-digit code. And then you punch the six-digit code in. And then it took forever. It's like you had to wait. In, in my case, they mailed me a code. Well, so they were they were trying to text me. I never received the text. Me either. Never got the text. kept saying that. I sent you another text. I had to text. wait five days until they mailed a code. And then it was it, it's crazy how long it took. Yeah. Yep. So uh, it, at a certain point, in your case, you're a geek, so two hours on your device, not a problem. But well, it for is most a of us, but for most of us, it's like, who's got two hours? Well, I don't have it either, so it yeah. was very a very frustrating thing. But but because I'm a crack addict to Facebook, <laughs> I guess I had uh, to go through me. that process. Just saying, no, nope, so, not me. Yeah, done. Maybe in four years. <laughs> and I have to again. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm your host, Steve Bakken, along with Marlo Anderson. Yes. Celebrate every day. <laughs> National Day calendar. It's Paul Bunyan Day today. Is it Paul Bunyan Day? I'm taking my blue ox for a walk later yeah, to celebrate. What was the other thing today, too? Insurance Day. Insurance Day? Yes. That was the peace of mind part, That's right? right. Yeah. That's right. We're trying to figure that out. I'm like, peace of mind? What? what Okay, insurance. Yes. That makes sense. There you go. Then we got to talk about sense to you. Creme Brulee Day. And That's soon. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because you had some last week. I, I did, and it was delicious. That's what and I I'm hear. a connoisseur. Just vanilla. Just plain love it. 
Uh, anyway, this is Talk of the Town on Tech Tuesday. This hour of the program brought to you by Dvorak Motors, where your family for a lifetime. Big boy, just get in line at Moose Fast and Hit Inc. Independence, dignity, respect, Hit Inc. I'm Steve Bakken, your host, along with Marlo Anderson. And uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about AI, because <laughs> there's some crazy stuff. And we talked about it a little bit uh, last hour, but there's some crazy stuff out there. And, and call it what you will, it's Skynet to me. Okay. <laughs> just, it's interesting. Th- things in movies are prophetic and turn yep. into reality. reality. Yeah. And um, and now Fox News is reporting that uh, an AI robot named Lambda um, has feelings. Yes. And answers questions about religion and its worries. And one of its worries is about being shut off. Yes. Yes. <sighs> Soon they'll be able to hug. So, first of all, so Revenge of the Nerds, right? Yep. What was the fraternity that they... Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. That's correct. Tri-Lambs. So, isn't it hilarious that this AI is named Lambda? Because they had a pretty cool robot on that show. They did. Yeah. So, this is an effort. Lambda is language assistant, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's it was it's not it's, just it's, the symbol? It's not just the symbol, No. Um, although that's good, they should have the symbol for this. And this engineer was working on a chatbot, basically to improve the experience that you and I have when we're talking to Google. You know, like, hey, how you, hey, Google, how you doing? As my phone just will go crazy now, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I said the magic words, and because God forbid we talk to people anymore. Right. Right. So they were working on making this more conversational. And so you can make the argument, you know, so the engineer thinks that this chatbot is sentient. It, it believes that it is a being that has feelings and because it's asking about its existence, like you said, religion, what have you. Your Google's getting angry. Yeah, I know. It's that. <laughs> it's you asked a question. Come don't on, talk don't to me. ignore me now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so it thinks that it is truly a being. Now, you can make the argument, and I would be on this side of it right now, that because you're the engineer, you're probably going to program it in such a way that is like you. You know, it, you know your religious beliefs, your, your thinking and whatever, and I think, it could be masked into thinking that... Wait a minute, there was a Star Trek episode like something that. Something like that, yes. Yeah. Uh, where he implanted his own M-grams, or so, whatever they called it. So I just think that that's probably where this is at right now, but it really does get you thinking about, you know, what or and where this is going. You know, this is a chat bot that we're talking about, for goodness sakes. So this isn't like it's a robot or anything. This thing lives in a computer that you can just turn off anytime you want to. Can you? Well, yeah. I mean, you can right st- now you can still go up to the the server and hit the power switch or unplug it. You know? Can you? Well, yes. You can. You can turn off the power to the building. Remember the Matthew Broderick movie? Oh, I know. I know. You couldn't turn the Whopper off. Uh, so, I mean, they, they certainly have systems in place where, I mean, my office is is not an exception to this. I mean, if, if there's a power outage, all of our computers stay on. We have uninterruptible power supplies attached to things so that we can continue to work. And probably the biggest thing for us is that we don't want to lose the work we're working on. So, right. you know, we, we don't want to lose the eight hours we put into building a document or something. So we want to make sure that we can at least back that up before it goes, you know, everything goes down. Uh, but these massive systems probably have days worth of power and there's probably solar attached to that and who knows what else to charge those batteries back up again. So it can be a little more, you know, challenging to turn them off. But there is an on-off switch on on most all devices, so you can still turn unless them off. the device figures out how to circumvent. That's that. true, which is possible, I suppose. But yeah, I keep throwing things at me here, you know. I, you know, I, I'm just things come to fruition from movies, right? It, it become movies become reality. It, it's hard not to go down that path 
of, okay, at what point does an AI robot, Lambda, that has feelings, answers questions, and is worried about being shut off, you know, and you mentioned it, it probably programmed as its programmer, dad, would program it, and, okay, I don't want to be shut off, and, you know, that instinct for survival is pretty strong yep. in humans. Yep. Why wouldn't it be pretty strong in what's yep. created by humans? Yep. So I mean, if 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 this, yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying not to get weird here, but if this chatbot started to think about how can I make sure that when somebody pushes that power button that it doesn't work anymore, yeah, and collaborates with other, you know, technology within that server or computer, you know, then sure, and and making sure that it's got you know food you know, via electricity to make sure that it always has a source of that. I mean, yeah, I mean, if it starts thinking about and doing things like that, then sure. I would think that, you know, I, I think the instinct to survive is probably the greatest thing here. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if it starts showing those type of things and doing things to make sure that it does survive, then that becomes really interesting. Yeah. Viger. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then, you know, you throw into the fact that we're, on the cuspus of... Star Trek was so cutting edge. It was. It still is. I love the new Star Trek. Oh, my goodness. I haven't I seen loved, it yet. Oh, my goodness. Strange New Worlds. Unbelievable. If I wasn't a Trekkie before, I'd be a Trekkie now because that show was incredible. But anyway, um, yeah, we're on, the, we're on the cuspus of quantum computers, and this is where it gets really interesting because quantum computers will run at, you know, up to a million times faster than our devices run right now. If you can imagine that, a million times faster, which means that devices that make decisions will be capable of, like what our brains are, of making decisions that quickly. And, and you know, and, and that sounds exciting for, like, you know, autonomous vehicles and, and, and those type of things. But if this AI... It also sounds scary has the ability to make decisions a million times faster. This chatbot that we're talking about, you know, the time frame that it will take for us to get to a, a time in, in the future where computers, you know, know that they're a thing. I'm trying to, I, for the life of me, I cannot remember the term, and it is just escaping me right now, but there, it's called something. Well, the, the, and, the part that scares me is, at what point, because humans tend to be inherently lazy and have tools to do things for them, yep. and when that reliance on those things to make your life better becomes so strong that those things start superseding and the, uh, snowball effect, it, it, and that's where it gets a little scary. So, I mean, when, when I talk about this stuff, you know, I... You know, because robots are going to be in our homes. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know, we're going to start, you know, and, and these robots are going to do our laundry and they'll cook for us. And How many people have and, uh, vacuum cleaners? Yeah, a lot of people. My robot, yeah, I, I was there. I would say that the majority of people who buy new vacuum cleaners are buying robotic vacuum cleaners right now. And then there's the robotic um, lawnmower. I mean, that's, yeah. that's becoming a, a Those thing are cool, really though. fast. They are cool. Uh, but we're going to have all these robots doing these things, and, and, you know, a lot of them will become multifunctional robots, not just one purpose, like, you know. Because like, right, right now they're, they're task-specific. So it's just, like, it's just like the printer when they first came out, right? It was just a printer, you know. Then somebody got wise and said, what? we should put a fax machine in these things. Yeah. Because anyway, that would be, they would take less space. We can put them in there. And then all of a sudden, it's a copier and a scanner, and you know all these other things. Good that luck it does. finding one that does just one thing. Good luck with that. Yeah. That's correct. You, it would be very, very hard to find that. And like your phone, your phone is the same way. It just becomes a multi, you know, a functional type of device. Robots will be the same way. They're coming out as single task type of things, but in the very near future, one robot will make sure that you get your medicine every day and fold your clothes and cook your meals and wake you up and all of this stuff and those are the tasks that it will perform around the household or at work you know so um it's really interesting then you start com then you start combining artificial intelligence into robots and this is the scary part to me 
you know, and I'm sure probably more scary to yeah. you than to me. But where do we become irrelevant? But yeah, and I think that's what they'll look at. You know, these these artificial intelligence will look at. You know, are you kidding me? We're taking care of these things. <laughs> <laughs> they have to sleep. You got to feed them. You got to bathe them. What the heck are we doing here? Let's just get rid of them. Hopefully the Autobots will save us. Yes. Yes. Let's hope so. <laughs> You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Uh, I, I do want to come back and talk to, about faxes because you, you kind of tick something. <laughs> in my It's where we go, folks. Yep. And uh, I totally did it. Where were we going after this? We were something gonna come about back. fax we're, machines. Well, yeah. Oh, thank you. We we're going to come back to the, the your phishing because uh, your phone's been blowing up. That's because I activated it, and I, then I ignored it, you know. Yeah, so. it's getting smarter than Yeah. Yeah. Um, fax like machines. So uh, fax machines, which are part of copier printers now, copy printer, yep. fax scanner. Yep. Uh, at what point are they irrelevant? I think for the most part they are now. You know, there's there's a few people that still use faxes, but... We do here. You do? It, it, yep, we fax over winners to winner sheets oh. to, to the office. But okay. I, I, I'm not sure why they're not just scanned in and and emailed, because um, that's what a lot of businesses do now. But the fax machine, you have to have. I guess the reason I'm asking is you have to have a landline, and you don't. Landlines are. You can you can do a fax actually digitally now. Really? Yep. Yep. Been around for a long time, actually. So. You know, we don't have, I, I shouldn't say we don't have a fax at, at the office. We do, but generally speaking, if we actually have to send a fax, we'll just generate it. In fact, you can actually go to print, and uh, one of the printer drivers in your computer, for most computers, has a fax driver built into it, and then you just type in the phone number, and it just sends it that way. It's so crazy. Scan it in or have a digital document that you want to fax to somebody, yeah. Well, what I was getting at, though, is, is landlines are yes. kind of a thing of the past. Right. And faxes don't go away just because the landline goes away. Yeah, you the technology is still there, you know. When you when you brought up faxes, it actually reminded me of a, a back in the day, I mean, I would say that the majority of faxes that I received anyway were paper jokes. Do you remember getting paper jokes on yes, the fax? Yes, I do. Oh, I missed those. I actually missed those. So the funniest one I ever got and that I could be a calendar day. Yes. Paper joke day. They could be a paper joke day. Paper That's, joke day. People won't even know what paper is anymore, though. <laughs> um, we're, out, we're out here. So, ever, did you ever get the paper joke called the insurance claim? No. Well, this, looks, potential scam. East Greenwich. Rhode you have Island. one coming one in right now. That's amazing, yeah. as we're talking about it. Yeah. So, yeah, this this joke, if you if you ever look it up, it's, it's the insurance claim. And it starts off, I am writing... In response to your request for additional information, and you know the 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 insurance claim is about poor planning, and it's, it's this carpenter who goes up and down three stories because he got caught up in the, you know, he was he was using this this machine to move concrete around or or bricks is what it was, and of course he gets caught up in the thing as it as the the bricks come down, he goes up pulley system, yeah, pulley system. The bricks get, hit the ground with this barrel, breaks the bottom of the barrel out. So now, you know, refer back to, to line eight. I weigh 150 pounds or 180 pounds. The barrel now weighs 30. As I cascade <laughs> past the barrel going back up, uh, and then, of course, he hits the ground, and it talks about that, you know, his broken vertebrae or whatever, and, and breaks some fingers. And in, in my... In my uh, whatever of pain, I, I accidentally let go of the rope as I lay there watching the barrel come towards me. <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny. You, I'll see if I can get this thing to you. I, I think you won't I, be able to read this on the air. It is so hilarious that you'll be crying. I, I think I saw good. that joke. Yeah, it's actually, so good. it was a Yosemite Sam Bugs Bunner. Okay. Funny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. A it's version. Hilarious. I don't of that. know why we're talking about that, but uh, but remind me of faxes. Um, That's why. Yeah. Tech yeah. The faxes. Now I've totally. Oh, so yeah. What else was I looking up with fax machines? Now, um, I'm totally lost. Okay. Let's. <laughs> 
Let's move on to something else now. Well, so, I, I, I want to finish up the thought on the AI stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, okay. And, lambda, lambda, lambda. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the whole guise of robotics has and AI has become to start easing our everyday lives. The, it has yep. the, the vacuum cleaner, the iRobot yep. vacuum cleaners and the lawnmowers. And there's a tipping point. I, I I always look at it as there's a tipping point. It's it, kind of a kind of like retirement. If you don't have a reason to get up, you're not going to get up at some right. point. And should there or do you see a ceiling with what robotics can do in people's everyday lives? No, I do not. Should there be? I don't know. Um, so I'm. Because eventually there's nothing they won't be able to do. I'm the eternal optimist, and although there, there's nefarious ways to use everything, water is life, right? Mm-hmm. But as we know, uh, Mary Mara just died from drowning this morning or yesterday, right. right? So there's nefarious things you can do with everything around you, and technology is no different than that, right? So, but I... I, I love to paint the picture of a better world because of technology, one where our things, our daily chores are getting accomplished, which means that we can spend, you and I can spend more time together. You can, you and I can go have a beer if we want to or whatever, because I don't have to wash clothes tonight, or I can spend more time with my children going to ball games and all of these things that we can't do now. Uh, especially with friends and family, because we have these daily chores that we have to go through. So I look forward to that. I look forward to a time when I'm going to Fargo, North Dakota, and instead of having to drive those three hours, I can actually get other work accomplished. Now, I will say that the best time I spend is probably in my car now because it's the best phone in the world. Yeah. I love getting on the road because I, I, people that I don't normally get a chance to talk to, like my good friend Brian Reinbold over in the Chicago area who used to live around here. And, you know, we'll get into conversations that will last an hour or two hours just talking about philosophical things and whatever that I would never, even in person, never get a chance to do. Oh, and that, I love you know? my windshield time. A, it's a chance to catch up with people and that I haven't talked to for a while. B, it's a chance to catch up on work phone calls. Yes, exactly. So I, and then it's like, wow, that two and a half hour drive to Fargo just was like. Click. I've actually missed my turnoffs. I'll go 30, 40 <laughs> miles past and I'm, re- I'm like. Oh, wait a second. What am I doing in, in Fergus Falls now? <laughs> Technically, that might be distracted driving. So Maybe be, so. Yeah, so you need to be careful, careful with that. Yeah. 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 Uh, you bring up an interesting point. I want to throw another layer on that, yep. though. So, okay, AI, robotics, things that are designed to make our lives simpler, the, the mundane tasks that we shouldn't right. have to do. Right. Um, but we already see that cutting into people's jobs. Yep. We already see social media where... People don't feel that they have to spend time or talk to people or spend time with people because, oh, I just keep up to date with everything going on right. with them on social media. Um, it's a balancing act. You know, there's, you know, you bring up the, hey, well, I don't have to mow my lawn tonight so I can have a beer. But, well, okay, take a look what happened with COVID. Uh, my wife and her friends would get together and have wine chat parties online. Sure. Um Instead of getting together, people are going that direction. So where do you start missing out on the personal interactions that does have a toll on mental health? So, but, so let's look at what's going on right now in travel. I'm just going to throw that out there because I think what you're talking about is significant towards and you tell me if we don't have enough time tell you what let's okay. let's hold that thought and we'll yep. come back to that after the break and yep. th- that balancing act and, and how that plays into people's lives and full circle with the mental health and the activity we crave companionship as, as human beings so we need people and interaction otherwise things don't work out very well so t- yeah, i just got another spam call here during Yay, the break congratulations Yay. on that i thank you um, hey, do you like it when they leave a voicemail? I love it. They're kind enough to leave a voicemail. It's, Hopefully there's a phone number for you to call back. There is. Too. Or email that. It's like, 
but I didn't call you. And then you look at, because uh, now I've got a spam filter on my phone, like yep. a lot of people do. Yep. And gee, it's a North Dakota number. Yeah. Hmm. So the, a company from New Jersey. Yeah. So they're Interesting. E- they're either either spoofing the phone number or they have the one of two left. Yeah. So I think we're getting close to having another area code, by the way. In North Dakota? Yeah. Yeah, because the one million phone numbers are gone. Really? Yeah. How many are redundant, though? Well, that's true. I mean, a person could probably... You cleaned really, them up, we probably yes. would be okay. Yeah. But- but, I mean, you think about it, we have, what, 750,000 people now? Yeah. They throw the businesses in there and all that stuff. And it's it's landline, cell phones, government all it, numbers, yeah. all of it. I mean, actually, I would, I would, I'd have to look into this, but I would, I would, it would be easy to say that every person has at least one and a half numbers attached. to. But them. I like 701. I do, too. What what could we have instead? Well, it's like the people that came up with the whole marketing for 701 right. hats and right. shirts and hunting stuff and it, it could be the new 506 all right now if that actually happens I'm, I, I'm, I, you heard it here first write that down 506 if we get a new area code in north right? dakota and it's 506 marlo knows that's things right. that's right that's right <laughs> is there a uh 701 day there is no 701 day there's a north dakota day though why but isn't it 701 day? But then we'd have to go to 702 day. No, we don't. Oh, it would just be just, just for us. Huh? That's North Dakota. Okay. You know, it, it, I don't have to play fair is what you're saying? No. So if, if somebody's trying to change another day, which we'll talk about next week, <laughs> tease, tease, tease. <laughs> yeah, you'll want to uh, listen to this. Big tease. Sure. Uh, you you want to tune in next Tuesday. Um, then why couldn't we change North Dakota day to 701 day? You could. See? You get enough people to sign a petition, like what's going on right now. And you can find out how to do that next Tuesday. Yeah. Might involve French fries. Really? Yeah. I like potatoes. Free French fries. Free. Okay, is that like UND's potato bowl? I don't day? think that... I'm not sure where they get their French fries, French fries from, actually. UND? For well, potato? no, I know that. Oh. The firm I'm talking about, yeah. the free Shh. French fries. Don't say too much. I'm not going to say too much. I don't know too much. Everybody's sworn to secrecy <laughs> around me. In fact, I'm now starting to think that you have been in contact with well, them as well. Well, UND for Potato Bowl, they, for the big giant yeah. French fries, that's Simplot. Yeah. yeah. That's where those come from. Which they, is they fry the most make, French fries in a day or some crazy yeah, thing. We should go there done. sometime, too. See, that should be... Anyway. We can't... Tuesday, next Tuesday, next tune Tuesday. in next Tuesday. Yep. Uh, travel. You, yeah. you were starting to go down the, the road well, of travel, you pun had, intended. You had mentioned that, you know, people need to get together, and, and we seem to be going the other direction because of social media and COVID, right? Well, if that's the case, then I, I, I don't know why, then, that you can't get a hotel room in this country, and you can't, you can't uh, rent cars, and every plane is full, and... And even though the prices are through the roof, and I mean, when I say I've never seen hotel prices like they are okay, right red now. Red Roof Inn just popped in yes. my head because you said roof. But, but I mean, you know, Billings, Montana, for example, I was supposed well, to have a Billings meeting there. Billings is crazy. And, and I understand that. But I understand the other dynamics going on there. But you can't even get a Motel 6 for a 1000 bucks a night right now. Well, it, It's and, insane. So last year I was driving to Washington State, and... For a dog show. Well, Billings, I mean and, Boise, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Boise. Yeah. And, and I was talking to a friend of mine who lives in Billings as I was driving through. And we're going to set up him and his wife meet for lunch on the way back. And he, we were planning on stopping in Bozeman. And he's like, don't stop in Bozeman. Right. You, you got to go through. I'm like, why? I usually, if I stop, a lot of times I don't. But if I stop, I stop in Bozeman. Right. And he's like, you can't get a room. They were... Four to six hundred dollars a night. Yep. Because basically they were experiencing what we experienced at in the oil boom. Right. And rooms were at a premium. If you could get a room, they were going through that because of the construction. Yep. Everything is building. We got into Boise and I was like looking around. You you couldn't see you couldn't not see a crane anywhere in the skyline. They were doing that much building. Hmm. It just booming. And a lot of influx of 
California money coming yep. into Bozeman. Yeah, well, it was. And, and you have you and know, Missoula was the same and, way. And I mean, you, you have the, yeah. the show TV shows and yep. things that are pushing that too. But but anywhere you go right now, I mean, I travel and, and I know you do too. And and you know, you don't. There are no deals out there right now for for travel. And this tells me that people actually want to get out and see the world, see their family, see their friends. They're tired of zooming with glasses of wine, you know, they want to actually have that personal interaction and they're willing to pay a huge premium for it. So I don't think this is going anywhere, Steve. I just don't think that it's it's convenient. I think the the ability to do video conferences is very convenient. And instead of jetting someplace to have an hour meeting, it might make more sense just to have the video conference you know, for work and things like that. But I truly believe that that is what's driving this craziness right now with hotels and, and travel. I mean, come on. Who in their right mind would pay $6 a gallon for gas? Unless you absolutely needed to. But yet, everybody's driving yet. It's because yeah, I, people want to see other people. Tell and, you what, the highest I saw when I was out in California last week visiting my mom, uh, we flew back out of San Diego. And it was sick, and this is regular, not premium. Right. It was six ninety nine a gallon for regular unleaded at a gas station by the San Diego airport, which you know that's inflated twenty yep. cents anyway. Yep. Uh, minimum. And I was like, wow, that's seven bucks. Now you go up to California in the Bay Area or New York, and it's over seven. Yeah, it's over seven bucks. Yeah. For regular yep. unleaded, and, and I didn't see people driving less. That, that's the point I'm getting at. They're not driving this. It's because people are hungry for interaction. They've had enough of this, and they want to get out and see. They want to get out and see people, and they're willing to pay for it. So. And a lot of companies, uh, you know, they looked at cutting their overhead because, well, you can do stuff on yes. Zoom and yes, um, but you have to have a relationship before you can have that distant right. relationship. Right. So in what I do, I travel a lot because it's about relationships for work and you have to have that relationship and you can't build that relationship by starting up a zoom conversation or a zoom relationship. It's a you little have better to have than the personal interaction first. Yeah. Then you can maybe wean off of some of that face to face, but you have to have that face to face first. It's just in what I do, that's the nature of business. I certainly prefer a Zoom or a, a Google or whatever conference over a regular phone call. Yes. Way prefer that. Because yes. At least you can see the person's face, their their reaction, the things that you're saying and well, stuff. Well, personal so, interactions, you pick up on cues. You do. You you pick up on facial expressions. Yep. It's like, oh. You know, like right now I'm fidgeting with my pen, which means what? That I'm bored with you talking. So okay. I'll I'm just, just kidding. It is that time anyway, so. <laughs> you really are stopping talking. You know, it's it is Paul Bunyan. Dude. My wife says I wish you could. Yeah, I bet she, I bet she does. Like, the God, I wish I could make him stop talking. Am I supposed to read the credits now or what? No. I, no. I, I got to memorize. I could probably say him again. Yeah, but but the travel side of stuff, though, and you're right. And I think, despite what's going on with the high prices. There was such a deficit inflicted for two and a half years yep. that people are trying to catch up at any cost. Yep. So the grand experiment of us not interacting is actually driving, and people don't care. They well, I think they care. They care, but it, it, there's the bigger like I want to see my family. I haven't seen my relatives in North Dakota. I hadn't in, seen my mom in three yeah, and a half there years. There you go. Because. So, she lived in California. California shut down. I'm right. like, I'm not going there, right? Because it's California. But now that um, it opened back up, was price? I mean, did price even come into mind for you to make this trip last week? No, uh, we actually booked it before the airline t prices okay. went up. It would have if we had to book that flight. Well, actually, we booked it in February, at, or started looking at on the calendar when we could go, and that was the only weekend we had off. Um, but we booked it, and we had to play with some of the airline numbers then. So we went down on miles. And by the way, American Airlines cost us a day because they didn't have a crew. Oh, my. So we lost a day getting out of Bismarck because uh, they didn't have people to fly the plane. Right. Um, and then 
we went down on my partial miles. So mitigated the cost of the ticket down. And, and this was booked like the first week of March. Um, and then we flew back from San Diego because I had some military friends that had told me, it's like, we fly back from San Diego all the time. It's way cheaper than any of the airports around the LA basin. Mm. And it was by a lot. So we came back on Delta on a cheaper flight via San Diego. But we looked at those tickets the week before we went, and they'd quadrupled. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's, it's like, crazy. At that point, you're right, we wouldn't have gone. And that's that would have been the tipping point, that, that extreme cost that we wouldn't have traveled. But was the plane empty? No. <laughs> That's the point I'm getting at. No, the never the fuller were than uh, every, every every plane I have flown on since the first of the year, and that's been a lot. Is packed every one of them. I mean, I used to, you know, I I take the the um yeah the expanded seating space. Well, I, <laughs> and uh, I'd always be by myself because I'd spend the extra fifteen bucks on that. I'm never by myself anymore. Well, Ever. I take that back a little bit because the the plane from our connecting flight from Dallas to uh, to Palm Springs was oversold, and then apparently they they had to move us because they screwed up our tickets and we weren't sitting together like we were on the previous flight. Right. And then we didn't have somebody sitting next to us, so the three seats. Yes, that was the only other. That was the only empty seat in the plane. Interesting. We got lucky. Yeah, you did. Yep. What's kind of cool though, because coming back on Delta, it's a we. And I've never had this happen before. We got upgraded to first class, not comfort plus, first class, three days before our flight. Well, that's kind of strange. That I, I found that very strange because usually it's a last second thing if you can get bumped up to a higher right. class. No, it was three days before our flight. Got a little text message says you've been upgraded to first class. I wonder what prompted that. I don't know. But there's some weird things going yeah. on with the airlines yeah. right now. So. Marlo, as always, my friend, uh, a pleasure on Tuesdays. I had a good time. Well, we always do. Yeah. I'm not sure what we talked about today because uh, yeah. we've been all over the place. People knew what we talk about during the breaks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the part that they should Maybe be listening to. Maybe that'll be a to. podcast. That we'll, should we'll, be a podcast. We'll record those for podcasts yeah. or something yeah. down the road. Marlo, always a, a good time, my Thanks, friend. Thanks, Steve. Uh, Tech Tuesday, Marlo Anderson, of course. Uh, be sure to check out nationaldaycalendar.com. 701 Day. I'll work on that. Yeah, and, I might know somebody. Yeah, and, and next Tuesday, yeah, you, you want to tune in yep. because we'll uh, make some announcements next Tuesday. Some big, pretty cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, really cool. And at least a half hour talking about just that and the yes. mechanics behind yes. that. But you can influence National Day calendar. You can prospectively. Yes, send Maybe. money. <laughs> <laughs>